FIFA Women's World Cup kicks off for Canada tonight in Australia. And as these athletes walk onto the world stage, it's time to shine a light on the struggle for equality in sports, something that we've been talk to, talking about for the past couple of years, really, in different sports. There's still a lot of work that needs to be done. Joining us to talk about it is Tricia Hilton, Assistant Professor, Faculty of Social Work at Wilfrid Laurier Institute. Good morning to you, Tricia. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for inv- the invitation. It's a topic we need to continue talking about, shining a light on the inequality. Where are we with particularly women's soccer? Because the the women, the soccer players, they fought for and and they ended up do, they get did get equality in terms of pay, did they not? So it, it's interesting uh, because each country is different, right? So the United States, for sure, they had a 20-year battle to fight for pay equity. But that is not the case with a lot of countries like Canada, like Spain, um, like England, that are still fighting for pay equity within their own federations, within their own football federations. So while there is some, in particular the U.S., it doesn't mean that it's, it's for everyone. And here in Canada, we are still fighting for that. With the women's team in February, their kind, their funding rather um, being cut, you know, four months before the World Cup. So while I cheer for them today, I also advocate for their pay equity. So that's a focus, Tricia, on the pay equity. And like you say, down south, further ahead than we are here in Canada. But in general terms, if we, if we could take a step back and take a look at where we are when it comes to equity in sport and where we were can we measure progress? Have we made strides in the past maybe 10, 20 years? There's been some strides, absolutely. Uh, more girls are participating in sports. Um, there are more sports programs uh, for women, and there are more coaches. But the strides that we've made, they can be easily erased, and it's not enough because there's still a huge discrepancy in every single sector of sports. Right. So while there's more women that are coaching, in comparison to men, it's actually really low because the bar we were starting from was so low. So, yes, absolutely. We could say that, you know, there's these strides being made in particular on the big stages like the World Cup. But it doesn't mean that um, there isn't there isn't. Um, the necessity for continued progress and we have to think of progress like that that it's a constant struggle Tricia, is it kind of like the, the chicken and the egg? You know, the, the argument I've heard is, well, you know, people aren't as interested in women's sports. They don't get carried on, you know, sports television coverage, for example, as much. But if you don't get people involved in the sport and allow them to see it, how can you grow it? I mean, that, that seems to be the problem, isn't it? You are absolutely 100% correct. And it's not true that people are not interested in sports. People don't have an opportunity to see women's sports because it's not broadcast as much as it is as men's sport. And men's sport actually wasn't what it is today, what it was, you know, 30 years ago. What they did was they invested, right? They invested, and here you have big products. We need to do the same for women. You have to invest. So it means investing from girls are in kindergarten all the way to the professional field. 
it, it means a continuous investment. There's been some investments by corporations like Visa uh, for this year's World Cup. It means Visa or another corporation has to continue. It can't be a one-off. That's not advocacy. That, that won't create equity. It has to be perpetual. And that's what we're fighting for is that perpetual, continuous cycle. And, yes, people do love women's sports. I just finished watching the match between Australia and Ireland, and it was amazing. <laughs> and people were watching it, and the stadium was filled. So that is incorrect. Mm-hmm. So the product is there, mm-hmm. the, the entertainment value. And let's be honest, when it comes down to watching pro sports, we want to be entertained. We've got... The same level of fireworks uh, as we'd see with the men. But as far as the female pro athletes, and they're providing a roadmap for girls and women to be heroes in football and in broader society and, and different sports, how much of an onus is it on these female pro athletes to promote the sport to, to young girls? So they do that. The onus has already been done for uh, by women. And the reality is that it can't always be on women, right? Like it, it, the entire process of equity can't be the responsibility of women only. As a society, we all have to take that up. And I would argue that by women stepping on that field, they've already accomplished that and more, right? So the, the idea that you know women have to support women, they are, and they've always done that, right? The, the 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 issue is actually systemic. The issue is actually how we view women's sport. And there is an awesome commercial that I, I invite folks to watch, and it's uh, a commercial about the French women's team. And what they did was they did some AI in which everybody thought it was the men's players, and then it was actually the women players. But it really looked at how. We watch women and how we watch men and how we're encouraged more by men, even though it's the same move. It is a brilliant commercial. I've seen it, Tricia. It's fantastic. Everybody should just look for that today to watch it for sure. Um, So, I mean, what do we do as, you know, as, as people who just like to watch sport? We're not good enough to perhaps be participating at that level, but we watch sport. and We want to see more female athletes, more female sports, you know, coverage, et cetera. What, what can we do? We promote it. We keep on talking about it, you know, and we ignore the trolls, as we would say, right? We we keep doing it. We constantly do it. I constantly write about it. I write about it to say, you know, I am so excited to be watching teams that, you know, like Zambia, Morocco, and Haiti. And at the same time, I bring awareness to pay equity, um, you know, lack of sponsorship, uh, abuses, and et cetera. I do both. I love it, and I advocate it for mm-hmm. it at the same time. You, you mentioned... And everybody could do that. Mm-hmm. Everybody could do that. You mentioned that, you know, we made the comparison between what's happening in the U.S. when it comes to women's sport and, and here in Canada, and we need more to be done. Are there other countries in the world that, that really have it right, that we can take cues from and, and grow women's sport and give it the respect it deserves, that we can follow their models? You know... That's an interesting question, and I think each country is quite different, right? Certainly we could, you know, borrow some, you know, examples, but I think 
we should actually, each country has to look at their own sort of um, progress in itself because to compare us against anybody else, it is hard, right? Mm -hmm. You're looking at the U.S. They have a million and ten universities, and that gives them facilities. It gives them the best coaches. It gives them... It gives them more chances, which is probably why they, they're trying to win three in a row. You know, so what we could do in Canada is say, okay, what is our population? You know, how many girls are interested in participating? You know, how do we get to grassroots levels? How do we make sure that black and indigenous girls have an opportunity because they're the least invested in? You know, so for, for us, we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, okay, you know, how, how do we make sure that in 2027 we have a, you know, a robust system that really supports women and girls? Mm-hmm. Do we have coaches? Is, is there, you know, is, is there a, a, a program that, you know, in, increases more women coaches? And I always say we have to go back to grassroots. That's where that's where soccer begins, like in the community. It's fascinating because we get a text from Roberto that says the problem with women's soccer is they don't have any superstars like Pele or Maradona. No, the problem is that, you know, female sports don't get the the hype. They don't get the coverage that men's sports do that allows male stars like that to be, you know, look at Christine Sinclair. She's she's massive in the sporting world, but there's only a few examples because we don't give it enough attention. Thanks so much for your time, Tricia. Really great discussion this morning. Thank you for the invitation. Enjoy the rest of the day and the World Cup. Thanks, you too. Tricia Hilton, Assistant Prof, Faculty of Social Work at Wilfrid Laurier University.